0: Like a cable. Right guys.
1: Oh, uh, restart like, my laptop quickly. Ah, pakay man. Ah, pakay man. Man. pakay man.
2: He was getting irritated at us last time. He we was saying that <laughs> I I I mean. <laughs> was we saying that pakay <laughs> <I>
1: I mean. <laughs> <back I> man. Pakay man. Come on, fire like say nam.
3: Sing sam. I have to say that I've been spoiling myself recently by watching that Jonathan Rubain Quirky show on CakeNet. It's very entertaining, bro.
2: He's
3: like a he's like a Pentecostal punkster gospel artist. Ah. Anyway, yeah, and he has the show called quirkies And he Coorkies. interviews people and stuff, but most of it is just like him and his band performing quirky's and it's really great. It really I'm gives me the I'm happy you. I need it. in life, yeah. I'm, so,
0: I'm really happy that you're finding the Lord at this
1: age.
0: <laughs> but
3: took a while, it took a mm. while, MK. You look fine, relax, you look fine. Okay, so I have to balance
2: the thing on a podcast. Yeah, I'm so sorry, as <laughs> he told me once, me. go and
3: watch, watch MKH. What's that? MKH, What? what? MKBHD. Hi, welcome yeah. to another episode of MKBHD. Go, go watch his first videos. The
0: last, the last time I used this thing at, on one of our videos, it was 100% fine. I don't know what the hell is happening here now. Wait, did I do something? What? That there we go. Looks yes. Finally. Okay, cool.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you call that you. high quality? That's nice, bro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but MKBHD, you saw Why? his first oh. video, Aiden, it was like, it was so. It's, it to be was so bad in in today's comparisons but nah, now he's got a studio man. bro what not a yeah, you like know a what i like about studio. his videos he doesn't take any sponsorships right you know that he doesn't he doesn't do any paid uh paid partnerships with any tech companies none of them Really? because he wants to give an honest review yeah tesla iphone apple he buys all the stuff himself and then he gives like honest reviews. And he there's a the, one of the I think one of his last five episodes, he speaks about how they make their money. And when a YouTuber says a review, it's not actually a review, it is a ad. Like so YouTube's cracking down on that because you can't I can't give I can't pay you to put my product on your page and then call it a review. Because it's well, not a review. biased. Yeah, it's biased from the get. So, he doesn't take any cash from that. So like, he, he really tucks, those, in. like, he he tucks into like Tesla quite a bit. He does, like, with software editing stuff. Like, a, the episode can't be related to what they talk in, a, like, the sponsorship. So, the content of the episodes, I know it's, like, iPhone or something like that. It's not. It's going to be some, like, editing software that will be the sponsor. Um, mm. But most Nord of the VPN. money comes. So yeah. Or NordVPN.
1: So I saw, I watched a Linus Tech Tips video the other day, and I saw that he bought, um, he bought shares in this company, like a modular laptop company that he really believes in and stuff. So now he has yeah. to do, on every laptop video that they do, he has to do like a series of disclaimers because he did like, a, he basically did a preemptive video about how the community is gonna react to the fact that he has like this, uh, this you know, uh, conflict, of in- conflict of interest yeah. basically uh and so i don't know he invested something like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something of his own money maybe oh well i don't know if it's his own money or if it's like uh linus tech tips corporation because they have a fucking yeah it's a, i don't know how many people himself. is employed in in that situation but uh oh, the money he
3: makes from those those mugs bro those George, what's those things he always on his videos? That those water bottles, those
1: yeah. water canisters and Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's it's You yeah, got it.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. it's crazy. It's a, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a job. Like
1: although to be job. honest that, that company that he invested in your if I had money I would buy a fucking modular laptop like Are you see this? Does it I that. would 100% I a, buy that I think thing. I
2: you did an episode where you went to China at one of those like tech buildings where you go in and you build your own phone and your laptop. Basically, it's like a flea market. And you go and you buy your processor. You buy your RAM. You buy whatever screen you want. You buy your operating software. You want Android. You want iOS. And then basically, you leave all the stuff in a basket by this one bra in a hockey. And then you go grab something to eat. And it'll tell you like an hour, half an hour. Then you come back and all your shit's put together, bruh like you can customize your phone you can choose what camera you want in there you can choose what battery life everything it's like you just yeah. but the he had a language barrier and he couldn't really like yeah i think everything.
1: what i think what i think what irritates me about these like massive massive corporations lenovo apple samsung all of these mm. like tech giants is that they manufacture their well not not so much the pieces but but really apple manufactures their uh Component parts, so that you can't even unscrew it. Like you have to uh, retroactively. Yep. So like I, f- I fix it every no, every it. couple of years. I fix it. As to come up with a new way. Damn, my internet connection is unstable. Go watch MK.
2: Go watch MKBHD's uh, episode on um, um, Apple's verified uh, resellers and and um, technicians, dude. If I have like a cell phone fixing shop and I apply to be a verified Apple uh, technician, which means I can fix, I can only fix two things. It's your, it's your screen and your your battery. I can't do anything else. And if I choose to end my license, Apple can still um, hold me accountable up to two years if I, if I start fixing the aux plug the 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 charging jack, like the charging thing, like they have inspectors that go in. It's messed up, and then he That's went wild. into this other thing. He went into this other thing. The same problems with Teslas, like you don't actually own the car, like you don't actually own the car. What? Because you can't fix it. You can't you can't replace stuff. And there's this other bra. Also African American bra. He's an engineer. He's a genius. He's trying to establish the first third party Tesla garage. He basically went around the states, like hoarding test, like uh, written off Tesla cars, into his garage, and he fixed them. He re- he like put it together by himself.
1: But Elon's gonna kill that man.
2: So like, and he's like, but open the shit up, open it up to yeah. us. There's, like, there's there's engineers that that know what they're doing, and I'll forward you a link to his stuff a replacement for like a, a plug for the tire like an air valve or something stupid and they're asking him why Why do you want this but that's, <laughs> and he's what? like because I want to fix like I own the car I bought it but you don't own the car
1: I swear Elon's gonna assassinate that man but uh, but no they banned I mean, him
2: they banned him from certain services like, like his notice probably his YouTube is crazy and like people are like and tesla came out and said look yeah, we're doing this for the protection of our clients because like, if people start fiddling with the with the teslas there can be accidents that happen so um,
1: where
2: did disappear? i'm here? here i'm here
1: I'll, no 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 oh. i'm here i just i just put my video off so that uh, the shit records more cleanly um but i so i i don't know i have like a question about all all of this cut. Car- but Star- Stalin had something to say.
3: Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to. Say, I think like I think this is all like a result of like like the uh, a uniform user experience. If you think of like the history of computing, like it started with people tinkering, started with people like doing things in the garage. Even Apple started That's that it. way. And then like you had a situation like later on where you need like the minute these things get bigger they like the minute these companies get so big and they have like a certain product line they like it's actually detrimental to their kind of like profits i guess for people to be tinkering and it's kind of sad i mean like um it's also like uh uh like users of computers like i don't know there's not a lot of users who would tinker these days like except for people who like the people who watch linus tech tips or like people who want to fiddle with stuff like um, they might want to tinker with stuff but the average user just wants something that works and i think like apple does that well like a mac and a iphone it just works that's why i really like this modular idea because it's not like complete tinkering like you don't have to like know how to like solder a board or something yeah but you yeah, can exactly. like i can pop out a module you know so there's, like
1: so, so there's so there's like so there's like levels of difficulty that they sell apparently so like if you are an expert and you wanna solder cables and all the stuff, they'll they'll ship it all to you. But the, the main thing that that like attracts me to, to like fixing tinkering and all that stuff is the environmental impact that it has. Like because less stuff is gonna end up on the landfill and more you know, more stuff is gonna end up in uh reestablishing machines. You see it with CPUs, for instance, like a lot of CPUs end up on the uh, like in electronic waste, but then like small Chinese companies take old, you know, like recent cell phone chips and use them to build mini laptops and stuff like that. So they like taking that stuff off the landfill, cleaning it up, you know, resoldering, fixing the, fixing the whatever, you know, those little pins and shit that come out of that's so sensitive and then um like re-entering it into the market which i think is should be encouraged i think we should be encouraging people to like uh take electronics out of the um you know out of the landfill chain obviously we want to take everything out of the damn landfill chain but you know if we can take that kind of stuff out that would be cool because there's you know there's chemicals there's harmful metals and all of these things that's in there but yeah i just thought i just thought that a whole the whole linus uh investment into this company was was fucking interesting it's also like an issue again like a, the same damn thing that i say every time it's like f- the damn issue with capitalism bro it's like cap- you can't you can't fix stuff under capitalism it's like it's either it's either dead and you buy a new one or you go without
3: yeah, the waste, is in, the waste is like crazy. Like I saw this tweet uh, earlier today of this um, some guy in the US who was showing that he collected 8,000 eggs that were going to be dumped because they had expired. And he like collected it and he was like, guys, like this is 8,000 eggs that have ex- like best before date expired. So they're yeah. not actually like off. And then he like showed other pictures of like crates and crates of fruit yes um all these things that he's putting into like a community fridge and stuff like that but i was just like so much waste guys you're so much the best uh, i think i forwarded
2: the walton uh, a video on instagram about like a hawker a food hawker in brooklyn or something there was a discrepancy with the license or like the permit or something yeah They go. They take all that fresh fruit and vegetables,
1: and they destroy it. God is like guarded by police, bro. So it's like there's food Pete. banks.
2: So the biggest food bank in the states is Food Bank of America. The second unofficial food bank is the the American Educational System food, where they where they feed the kids at the canteens because public school feeds kids. Like you you can't take that there. Like so the thing I think. It was trying to set, it was like setting a, kind um, of just like setting the tone, like, no, you can't do this, but there's insecurity, there's food insecurity in in, in the USA, but to admit that is to admit certain failures in the most basic services. You know what i mean like if we had to go and take it to the food bank and take it to the school feeding scheme and all that then what does that say it says that like we're short they they take it to a university like wilson said there's there's people on campus that that need a chow like who who wouldn't want three bananas and two peaches
1: like give that to me Uh, or or chuck it in a smoothie or something or but uh look here look here brown university i'm i do not care i talk my university's business they have, they, their endowment increased by $2 billion over the last year. So they have $6.9 billion that they can pull from, at, you know, at certain points to improve circumstances and so on and so forth, right? There hmm. is a food security crisis on that campus, but I, at undergrad level, at grad level, there's a food security crisis. The dining hall, the dining hall workers are, were understaffed because they were letting people go during the COVID period. So they, like, the food wasn't getting out fast enough. So there was excess waste, right? And I say waste in inverted commas because the food was still fine. But what also happened was like they didn't have enough halal meals, they didn't have enough kosher meals, vegan meals, so on and so forth. So people were going like, without food. In the dining halls, in the residence halls. Meanwhile, the you know the restaurants and the, especially the chain restaurants uh, in in Providence are throwing away tons and tons of food weekly, because if a worker is caught handing out food that they're about to throw away, they can get fined and fired, or, fined or fired. Sorry. And I just say it's 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 ludicrous to have, to look to watch a video of a Dunkin Donuts or something throw away like you know 20 dozen donuts I'm not saying that's a nutritious meal but like give it to someone (laughs) or like I don't know like make something or like do something with it instead of throwing it away at the end of a shift because it's now uh read as being a waste product and the uh, and the uh, sorry I'm gonna come to you now the the line of argument is always well, you know, it's, a, it's like a sanitation and health um, like issue. But it, but literally, food science says it's not a sanitation and health issue. Like, there's a point at which degradation occurs that where you can't, you know, consume it as a human. But we we over like we over over overplay um, how impactful that is. Like we we really we really overemphasize this like Best Buy date and all of those things. I'm not saying I wanna feed people an healthy shit, but the damn. Sorry, Lee, I thought you had something to say. I don't to wanna...
2: You had your hand up. I did. I thought I was waiting for you to stop because you, I know you have these long pauses before uh, between thoughts. So I thought you were just gathering. <laughs> fuck you, bra.
1: It's true, but fuck um, you. <laughs> when
2: I went down my, ti- when I went down my tiny homes rabbit hole, <laughs> um, dumpster diving became a thing. Like it was part of it, and it wasn't like dumpster like. before date and there's a sell-by date. The one is to make sure inventory and contracts are adhered to. So if my stuff is not, if I don't take certain things off the shelf, it means that I don't order more. A sell-by date is there to ensure that more orders take place within a certain time. It's just a monetary financial um, supply chain mechanism, right? That's all it is. It's not about Um, perishables and non-perishables and all those things the that's the sell by date the best before date is more on a hygiene um, health aspect but that has a safety measure of 10 like most things in service industry meaning that if you if the sell by date says end of october that is really good till actually the end of november you know what I mean? It's just a safety measure. If the elevator says it can only take three thousand um, kilograms, it can actually take up to five or six thousand. That's just a measure of safety. That it's in engineering. That's what they that, that that's what they they do. So like with the tiny home movement and all this off grid movement, like this is these, these pockets of communities that do dumpster diving. They know when stuff is going to be thrown out and they wait in the alleyways for the stuff to get chucked it's fresh fresh bro. like there's nothing wrong with it. i'm talking about meat packs like full-on meat packs nothing wrong with it and the guy's like you know he's gonna put this on the on the barbecue anyway whatever um uh whatever like uh, impurities are on there it's gonna get burnt away to a point like it's, it's not off and we've, we've bought off meat before, like if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there, there is a there is a problem, but it's all just to keep supply chain contracts moving. If you sign a, cl- a contract with a Walmart or, or if you sign a contract, like let's bring it home, let put spa, it means that there's a certain amount of orders that need to take place every month. And the sell by date kind of takes care of that. Um, there's enough food for everyone, bro. That yeah. shouldn't be like
3: this. I remember when I... Just to also say, like, I don't know if you guys have watched Good Girls on Netflix. It's a series, but anyway, there's a character in there who does dumpster diving, but he's also, like, a trained, like... Is that chef. that Cat Denning show? Uh, no, it's not that Kat Denning show. It's... uh, I don't know what the... I don't know what the the actress's names are now. Anyway... um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's a character in there who dumpster dives, but he's also, like, a trained chef, so then he makes, like, these really, like... Uh, fine dining dishes out of like dumpster 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 food basically um, but I wanted to say that when I worked at Woolworths they had like a they would collect the waste every day which is basically like all the expired food all the food that's hit the sell by date but not the best before date and then like the staff would get an opportunity to buy it at like a like crazy reduced price so sometimes you get like things 80% off um, and then like whatever's left it's given to like a charity like and the charity comes and fetches it basically um and then that goes into like feeding whatever whatever and I think that's really cool I think like that's one way that like people can make use of that food without wasting it you know what I'm saying I remember that's Omi used going. to um collect
0: for her schools every Friday they'd go to Uli's and they'd collect and then they distribute it's the first time i had sushi in cape town was
2: in case. Come here. i used to get i want to show you I something used to get all
1: those leftover muffins that omi brought bra. <laughs> bra. <Jeez. laughs> for, those, for those who are listening omi uh, is andregg's grandma she is the og who was connect uh she used to bring us all the treats that that were left over
0: she used to feed us so much
2: Aiden was
1: still actually. at
0: Woolies
2: when when he was at UWs. am I right?
0: Uh, yeah, I think I was.
3: Like, in I remember. Year, yeah.
2: yeah, I used bit, to... I,
3: yeah. Really? Yeah, I used to. Yeah. Yeah, I, used to I work, think that, I used that was work the work early, shift every weekend. And then one day I just like, I was like, I can't. <laughs> i In first year university, I want to go out with my friends, but I can't because I'm working. <laughs> and my father said, yeah, that's life. I'm like, okay, but like, can I it's <laughs> <daddy>? good, <laughs> That's why you have no I, friends, dad.
1: <laughs> so, I, so I also have like a, a, first of all, holy shit, what a turnaround from last week's raucous discussion to this to this week's like very serious, oh, uh, we need to reduce waste and shit. But anyway, the, brah, there's so many practical solutions to this whole problem. So like, for instance, like if you so one problem is in the public consciousness people think if they throw away vegetables it's just going to biodegrade and it's going to be fine Mm. but that's actually not the case like the you know the the kind of runoff of throwing out a banana peel into the street or onto the grass or whatever yeah it you know it takes time for these and processes for these things to happen so i feel like if we just have like massive you know First of all, have massive compost heaps for for stuff that we can't do anything with. But secondly, stuff that reaches its sell by date, pickle, bruh. Just just pickle Mm -hmm. every fucking thing. Just have like just have like salads and just pickle all that shit. It's not that expensive. It's water and salt and caraway seeds, and, and then you're done. What what now? And a bay leaf, and then what? I know, I know it's fucking idealistic, but we need to figure something out, bruh. Like, we genuinely need to. I just feel like we need to stop putting stuff on the. The the fact that three hands are up now is making me so nervous about what I just said. Whoever was next, go.
3: Go go ahead. I'm so
1: scared, bruh. I I just want to say, if I'm saying something and and people start putting their hands up, I get so scared.
2: Yeah, uh, you've lived in the states too long, and your privilege is now showing itself. That's all I want. That,
0: to. No, that's <laughs> true. That's, no.
2: <laughs> have you guys been that's to the Cryfontaine uh, recycling plant?
0: Is a what in cryfontaine
1: The Cryfontaine recycling, recycling plant. plant. You wave. No, both I had a order. No. Oh, they should. They yes, I do know. They they behind like Fowl Industrial. Bra, in the back, it's
2: jacked up. It's jacked up. I'm not going to lie. Really? They have different sections. for. There's a compost heap. You can take all. So I used to trim leaves and cut grass and mm. all that. Then when you come there, they check what's in your bag and then they tell you which station to go to. Then you ah. go to the compost station. You, they, you're not allowed to leave your plastic bags. So you must open up those black bags and you throw all the grass, branches, leaves, and then they till it. But it's in order. So at the end of the line, it's like, the most matured compost and the beginning it's like the new stuff today stuff and they till and they push it along so at the end farmers can come and just like it's five Rand a ton wow dude it's nothing It's, it's incredible. It, well, that time it's like 10 Rand of now i think it was like 10 Rand a bucky load
1: dude um, this needs to be like 10 Rand
2: it was this, ten rand
1: because it's a municipality. This, this needs to be public knowledge. It can't be so like I, a, so, a hidden thing in the back sections there. So it's
2: like if they they look in your bucket, okay, what do you have? <clears throat> you have wood. You must go to that station. You have uh, branches, grass, and leaves. You go to this station, and you you can't just put your black bag there. Like that. oh, you must take your plastic with you. And um, the operation was really really good. I remember. On a Tuesday, the recycling trucks came around. Do you remember that? Like there was a different
1: to the waste. Mm. There was a recycling waste, and then that's also you,
0: still very new to
2: when us you, yeah. When
1: you guys started getting that small, that, that skinny green bin. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I remember yes, when it rolled yes.
3: out. Like it didn't actually roll out to everybody in Kryfontein. Kripp- no. It just rolled out to that side of Kryfontein. <laughs> the the <laughs> <for> <laughs> my grandparents. The palm yeah and and my, yeah <laughs> the, but the, I think uh, like that stuff boss. needs to be
2: marketed and like educated yeah. like people need to be educated like look here, yeah, this is what's happening I was really impressed with that place bro to be honest and I don't I'm not impressed easily with with stuff that is like for show yeah but when you standard. see it working when you yeah and I'm not really impressed you when professional? you see it like when you see it working
0: yeah and um I mean, now's the yeah, revelation that it even exists. So maybe we must go take yeah, a visit. Because you, you don't cut grass. That's why.
3: I don't. I this don't is cut why cross. you need a YouTube channel. I don't cut grass. Okay. <sighs> you don't cut grass. A... I pick up grass. I, cut
1: <laughs> I don't cut grass. I the... only cut motherfuckers.
3: Who was there? <laughs> Who was there? That day, my father decided to buy a truckload full of mushroom. Compost. I was,
1: I was there, I was, there. I was, I it was, was there so hot. and Lee was there. It was 34 degrees in Creifontaine on the tar, And we had to, What
0: uh. happens when you, when you speak uh, you of mushroom compost. Compost. where? Catch up Wilton, okay, catch up, catch okay. up, catch <laughs> up. Let's do, see. Do you want to okay. try again? He's back. He's, he's moving.
1: No, I was just I, I was just ranting about the fact that I had to shovel mushroom compost and there was chicken shit within that mushroom compost on a 34 degree day in Caraventure on the top. You That's know, called, the northern the, suburbs. I was, I was lamenting. There's no wind in the northern suburbs. People need to understand no. this. No. So the, in the there's summer, no wind. there's no wind. If there is a breeze, it is hot. It, it increases yes. the temperature by at least three or four degrees. Yes. So this... I, You know, I love my... Uh, our day went from I, zero
2: to 100 in
3: like... In, in our day went five from minutes and a our, hoot. Our day and we I went think from I did playing say playing don't Xbox. come over, guys.
1: No, fuck you. Don't lie, bro. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, it uh, looks like it's going to be one of those days. No, we but had a bleed that day. Uh, every day and, then he nosebleed. Couldn't, and then he couldn't
1: work, out. but the two fat boys had to work.
3: Walton,
0: well, <laughs> you must thank that chicken shit for the moustache you have today, because it's probably because of you know, contact bra, with the chicken bra,
1: look here look here, I can't grow facial hair, but <laughs> my facial hair grows in patches bra. I look like yeah. you know, you know when 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 someone gets vitiligo, it like happens in 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 spots, you know, mm-. Mm-hmm i have that but with facial hair it only happens in spots but i here under my chin is a desert bra. Uh, there's like a little ocean right at the point a little ocean right here by the by the meeting point of the throat and the gullet, and then there's just a desert they call in that the middle a blue spot
3: a blue hole <laughs> could be could be, uh, be stress related brah uh... But, uh, so um, I've been stressing wait, since I was 13, but I was yes, you talking about. Yes, yes, you need to you need to my calm na- down.
1: My name is not Aiden <laughs> Erasmus, but, uh.
3: Me, I don't sleep like Lee says. I just lay awake, waiting for the and wait <laughs> for the next waiting thing.
1: for an email. <clears throat>
3: wait, um, wait for the schedule to no, start. But, uh, <laughs> but but look here, guys. I just want to quickly go back <laughs> to that thing about food waste because I actually mentioned the mushroom compost for a reason, because there was this guy in like Fasanta Krau or something like these mushroom farmers in Fasanta Krau. That would sell the compost on the side,
1: like as a thing, right? Your dad picked up from there. And I don't know if
3: that's maybe I don't know if the farmers were trying to reduce waste or they were trying to make more money on the side, but I find it really interesting that they would like have that as part of their business as well. Like yours, like people can go, right? It would be so cool if people knew about these things. Um, you know, like you could go, like I have a garden, I don't have to necessarily go to like your big um nurseries or something you kept garden center your uh stodels or whatever you can actually support like smaller smaller um kind of companies and smaller businesses like someone was saying on twitter that uh people should not be buying from malls because like malls come in and all that money just leaves yes like they like people spend money at malls and at your big transnational corporations But all that money just basically leaves the community. It doesn't stay in the community. And this person was saying, like, why don't you, like, you go and buy milkshakes from McDonald's. Like, weird example, but you buy milkshakes from McDonald's, but your bra is selling milkshakes. Like, you know, why not just support your person? That reduces waste. And I think it contributes to, like, community. So... Because like a
2: a McDonald's can lose money for the first year and a half and be, be supported by the umbrella organization and sell that ice cream at one rand 50 or two rand 50 and bleed money for at least a year and a half. And then it starts to, it's just sad. It's like, I would love everyone to support local, like anchor tenants in a mall pay almost a quarter of the square meter price for rent for a mall than than anyone else because they bring the people in into the mall right so a mall will rent out let's say a piece uh, a shop for like 300 rand a square meter whereas checkers um, banks and other big anchor tenants would pay like something ridiculous like 100 or 80 rand a square meter because they're bringing the people in um now you a small business owner and you want to start like a photocopy shop or something in Cape Gate but uh it's just it's just the, the 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 barrier to entry is just so so high that it puts you out man and the money leaves to the corporation there's head offices probably in Joburg or somewhere like so the you're 100% correct like think about Okavango Crossing right think about the 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 that that little mall that came up in the Cryfontaine, cape gate that type of area 80 percent of those are chains it's virgin uh gym it's uh, woolies there's checkers like there's hardly any any um family owned or privately owned businesses now in brighton square in Croydon. you had a bakery poppies which was family owned you had that fisheries mm. with the the Portuguese Greek family, <laughs> and you know, you must buy your fish and chips from a from a Portuguese Greek family, but like, you know what I mean, <laughs> you know, that that's that and they're holding their own, bra. you know, because it's a small town. But I just like anyone that's coming in is just a franchise or a like Romans came in and they just put push the people out because they have that capital, they can pull resources. From one branch and and sustain the next, the, the the developing one for at least a year and a half until they see yeah. what happens. So it's, it's you actually make
0: me though. think now. You actually make me think now. Like when last did I see a taste neighbour And In they a, used to poop. They used they
1: they pick and pay sonika. Yes, neighbour no, corner. That's, that that, yeah. that spot hit, but the cakes and the pies. Oh, no, no, no So there's so <laughs> yeah. there's last the last time I saw one was the, the, that one. Yeah, but uh, there's the pick and pay. There's that indie uh bulltong shop which peak some good shit. Mm. And then next to it is like a, a a knockoff uh shoe store if you wanna buy your budget uh-huh, uh-huh. if you wanna buy your budget Nikos and stuff like that, Abidas and stuff, you can go there. And then next to that is the (laughs) taste neighborhood. But I wanted to say, and and I'm taking us like two steps back. But like I, I I blame all of you because I had my hand up for a while. Uh, I think that there is something to be said about the fact that you know. Okay, so first of all, I'll I'll frame this by saying I'm, I'm. Some of us are going to be interviewing uh, the hood communists this coming friday who is uh you know one this person is one part of a collective of people doing like pan africanist work in the united states but part of their work is like uh thinking about education thinking about business thinking about corporations and stuff like that uh i'm i wonder if the you know aidan you're talking about the mushroom compost from uh, like the the side business of the mushroom farm, basically, which is selling compost as being um, part of like waste reduction, possibly, but also profit increase. So I'm very interested to hear interested to hear what you know the communists and the anarchists say about that in like in the sense that it is an extension of of business and capital, because I don't see a problem with it. But I do, you know, I think there's a lot of hyper idealistic people in our circles who want to be like collapse everything and, you know, break everything down. And I just, I just, I'm not sure that that is the, not like, I don't think like right now, that is the model that's going to work. I feel like we need to be able to think about, okay, so how do we maximize the capacity for every single worker to o- to own and earn the same amount, and what is that going to look like in a society that is still a capitalist society? So, for instance, when a bunch of workers are selling mushroom and chicken compost, your are looking sexy there in the back. Um, <laughs> if, if if a bunch of workers are selling, you know, Andrik
2: married up, bruh. I just bruh. want to say that Andrik married Yo, up. Listen, you, you gotta say that you. in
0: every episode.
1: Can look here. So Andrik married up, and I'm gonna. You, I'm also marrying up, bruh.
2: Let's just wait for okay. the um, privilege to kick in. Oh,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. the the privilege kicked me. Say that also. again. No, I was just gonna say I'm also marrying up anyway uh <laughs> you, popu- are, popu- you are my friend uh, are. guys It'll require guys, the majority I, honestly, of the
2: population to be on the same page that is no, the problem
1: I, I don't think i don't think so necessarily i think it requires i think it requires workers to be on the same page so, so if we're talking about farm workers for instance if farm workers establish two or three workers unions we already i know i know we already have one that's that's quite strong in the uh kind of up the west coast yes <laughs> oh my god i can not I, I shouldn't read the messages because there was so it was such not a while funny, you're talking just continue yeah, please it was such Talk. a funny it was such Talk. a funny message i'm sorry but anyway um i i completely lost my train of thought but but what i think is that it doesn't necessarily require everybody to be on the same page at the same time that's never going to happen what i think is possibly is required is for the majority of in this instance farm farm workers to be um on the same page and for them to say well we're going to we are going to work and strive towards overthrowing a system that is requiring an amount of labor that is unjust for the pay that we're getting and therefore we are going to take over the means of production what that looks like might mean a bunch of people like the four of us who are obsessed with this idea of getting a farm and making it you know worker Mm. like collectively owned and collectively told and 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 profited from uh but Blasi Blasi. Plastic maybe too for life, but yeah, I, I yeah, I just I just think it's it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of work, but I don't think it needs every single person across the board. I don't know which one of you raised your hands first, Aiden or Lee, but
3: um, I just want to say I that I like Aiden... agree with you. Like, I think like you're not gonna get everyone to like. The idea of, like, I think we've spoken about before on this podcast and we had this idea of, like, there has to be another concept of business that's not profit only. Like, business does not necessarily equal kind of capitalism. Like, capitalism is a historical thing that came out of a particular moment in European history, blah, 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 blah. I'm not working right now, so. Um, but... <laughs> um, yeah I think like the revolution isn't
1: labor brother the the revolution (laughs) is our duty
3: joy also (laughs) but I think like I always say like if I had a business if I owned a business one of the principles I would have is profit share like everyone that is employed by my business would have a share of the profits like equally Mm -hmm. right and obviously part of the revenue in the business has to go get kind of be folded back into developing the business, whatever one of the things about business obviously is growth. Um, and I'm sure that the guys selling the mushroom compost are like, this is going to give us extra profit, which means we can grow our business, which means we yeah. can probably employ more people, or we can make sure that people have livelihoods and things like that. Yeah. Instead of cutting down on the margin, they like, what can we do with the waste that we create to try and make more money so that we can support our business instead of saying, what is, what, what can we cut from our kind of uh, production process to save money, i.e. workers, people, whatever, machinery, et cetera, um, to save money, to make more money for, you know what I'm saying? It's like a different mindset. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, I think like, but I just like, I think it's so important, like this idea of, Um, like people who work in a space to share the kind of fruits of that work like I think that's the most important thing Um, like that should be a fundamental principle and I think you only get that if you like support local businesses like if you actually know people who own businesses you know what I'm saying there is like a remove that happens with like these big corporations these big franchises like I like someone who works at McDonald's doesn't know the person who owns McDonald's no, you know what I'm saying? Like, whereas I might know the person who runs the taste neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I like, like the way that Lee described it just now, like, you know, um that Greek Portuguese family who owns that. Like it's very personable. So you know like what goes into running that business. It's like the stakes are different, you know what I'm saying? Yes. The people that work there are people, they're not just like human tools. You know what I mean? Anyway, that's my rant.
1: Lee, I don't know if you wanted
0: to jump or Andrick. No, I was gonna say the like two things, these small brick and mortar shops that we have, like like the the idea of the profit share and and how how businesses give back to the community nowadays, or from at least the way we we've been seeing it, is it's all charity. It's all we we take a portion of our we, we put that in a budget in the beginning of the year to give away to, to causes and things, whereas the same way that Aiden's describing as profit just, share week And I, just to
1: say that that charity is always tax deductible
0: yes so it's so not you, like you it's, a comp- up, you,
1: it's not like it's a loss
0: yeah you, you get it back anyway so so it's not it's not actually doing the 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 labor for the community that it should be doing um whereas like a, a a small example that i i feel is really really significant is all these coffee shops that are that are popping up like around the city of cape town there's one in cape gate as well that pretty much all the all the money they make um goes into serving the community i don't know that 10, rand, you know, rand, but... 10 rand shop. yes yeah uh, so it's it's, it's, it's all everything 10 rand. in that everything is 10 rand Everything. everything is 10 sandwiches rand. coffee muffin
2: everything's 10 rand.
0: everything that would love- be like 35 bucks somewhere else is 10 rand there and everything that they make goes into serving the community now i'm not 100 percent sure who they um who they help but i i feel like things like that in a space like a mall that is this this fucking bastion of of greed and capitalism where there's this little corner shop and people flock to it people it seems as if people are into the idea of helping people by spending their money. You know, if other, if other places can do that and say upfront the 50%, 40%, whatever percentage you are paying for um, above the, the, what, what do you call it? The, The, what's it called? The production price. What's it called? The manufacturing cost, right? Anything above a certain point goes to this goes to helping this community, goes to here. If it's a coffee shop, we send money to the people that actually um, grow the, cro- the coffee beans, right? And I think, I feel like that should be a way of the future where you take a percentage, even if we are still living in the system that we are in, where we, where we say a, a major portion of what we make goes back there. Because if you look at the places that, these, that the coffee beans come from, that the, the cacao beans come from, People haven't even tasted chocolate because it's too expensive. So I feel like that's yeah. That's sorry. I don't have an ending for that. For that, I never apologize.
2: I don't have an ending for that. What I wanted to say is uh, there's two things I wanted to say. Walton mentioned it uh, before. Why, um, off, at the beginning of the financial year, in in organizations that the charity budget is allocated is because that's what the, that's tax deductible and that money comes back. It's a financial strategy. But people who benefit from that need it at the moment. It's a catch-22 situation. If you're going to give me 30 grand to feed kids and um, it's your way of ducking tax, that's your business, that's your conscious, you sleep with that. Um, I just know, I know where the money comes from. I know what the purpose is for, but these people that it's going to go serve, they feel the effects of that immediately. And that has to change within the organization with employees, um, CEOs, uh, chief financial officers, and all of that. So once again, it goes to the top of the pyramid, you know, um, if they start making changes regarding profit share. And what are we actually doing this money? Is it benefiting us more than other people or vice versa? The second thing I wanted to say is there's nothing wrong with profit. There's nothing wrong with 40, 50% profit. There's nothing wrong with a business making profit. The problem comes in is what are you doing with that profit? Share that money equally. Then now it's working. If everyone has a share in the profit that is made at the end of the year, then that's beneficial. But if only a handful of people are gaining from the profit and the rest get their measly measly bonus or or whatever is sometimes not even a bonus, then that's not working because as MK said, I mean, I think Walton, I think all of you guys said, I don't know who said it now, but like, how do we make money or how do we save money or how do we make more money? Do we cut from the bottom? Do we fire people, sell off machinery? Or do we actually try to make a plan, do the work so that everyone can benefit? So, I mean, that's just what I wanted to say. I said, there's nothing wrong with profit, but the problem comes in with how is the profit utilized? How is it made? And I, I followed that, that, that uh, co-op, that pizza shop after I saw the, the thing on YouTube and they have a clear cut like profit share at the end of the year they either upgrade their medical, they allocate higher housing because they operate within the confines of capitalism. So your rent is going up every year. That's a reality. People have medical situations. So they decide as a collective, what do we do with this X amount of profit? Do we give each other extra amount of money towards housing? Do we upgrade our medical? Is everyone fine? So the the premise or the the emphasis of the profit is always what do the people want what do
1: the employees or the co-owners want and that's and decided that is awesome that's decided collectively right it's not deci- it's not yes, like yes a no. boss comes it's in a lengthy and says,
2: process and it's difficult it's, yes. <laughs> it's a lengthy process yes, and it's a fight that, but yeah you you it's the it, it, that's what
1: it takes yeah sorry aiden you it's were good. you were up next
3: yeah, it's I think it's like collective decision making decision making is so important in these things. Like, I mean, that's like profit shares, not just saying, you know, here's your salary plus, here's your base plus a little extra because this is the profits we made. No, it's it's um it's <laughs> you know, this chat is funny. Um it's also about like how collectively the the fruit of the business can be shared, you know, like the fruits of the business can be shared. I just wanted to say like in relation to something uh, andre said earlier, like um, the problem also with malls is like malls have become our community centers. Like malls are where people mm-hmm. go to hang out. It's like where you go to like, oh, what are we going to do this weekend? Ah, you know, we're just going to go walk around in Cape Gate. We'll go walk around in Canal walk Or you know what I'm saying? Go look like, at things to lay by. Like shopping is a way, shopping is a way of like, like shopping is is a national pastime like you know you go and you go shop um, and it's a problem like that's a bigger problem which I don't think we have the room to talk about but um, I also just wanted to say like about what businesses do with that profits I guess in that's those are two different conversations when it comes to small businesses versus versus like large businesses I think with small businesses the margins are so tight some businesses are not even making profit some small businesses are just breaking even you know, to ask them to say like, okay, now take away that, say um, like 20,000 rand a year that you've made as profit. Like now you must, that must go into the community. There's no incentive, like why it's my business. You know, I am, you know, that's a problem. But, and, but with larger businesses, there is a way in which like those larger businesses have a social responsibility because of like their footprint on so many other levels. Do you know what I'm saying? A smaller business doesn't have a kind of, Massive footprint. That's my view, at least. um As a kind of larger, big like big business, like your Shoprite or your Checkers or your, you know, like, like they like they employ a whole in communities, like they employ a whole communities. Like think about that. Like do you know what I'm saying? It's not like a small business that employs like a like supports one family. Something like a Checkers might support an entire community. Do you know what i Like. That's like boggles the mind to even think about that, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, that's yeah.
0: And it's to the point where you have like cultural phenomenon, like, it, what are you doing for the for the holiday? Now I'm going to casual at Woolies. It's it's almost a matter of fact thing that you are going to go casual at a checkers or Woolies or a Techie Town or wherever. Now I'm going to casual for the holidays. That's it's so common.
1: My man Andrić was. Working that ticket town for us back in the day, but
2: As <laughs> we have a ticket Hard town work. salesman, yeah, Hard man. Work. I I used to pop in just to keep keep an eye on him, and he he was he was foot um, <laughs> footing as they call it in the industry. You know what I mean? Foot But Did you make commissions?
0: <laughs> no,
2: bro. No, now, that's a problem. The day I decided commission. to quit at JJ's was when someone from a theater came in and they needed an urban outfit for six people they needed like a hip-hop <laughs> outfit and and I put together I sold hell? like 12 grand worth of stuff I googled with the person like bringing samples of ideas and like the school stage and we put together output and we had footings and dude it was like a three-day thing and so I sold a lot and the manager's like oh yeah okay well done good job but like she's on her 10 grand a month i'm on my 12 12 rand 50 an hour i get my Jesus. pie my my 29 grand. wait, rand wait let me con. tell you let me tell 12 you a story. And 50 an hour <laughs>
1: let me tell you a quick story 50, brah. bro my sister wasn't hanged in now you know us no her, no, no, no 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 let me bro, tell, I, <laughs> let me tell you a quick story bro when i was working in a restaurant when i was 17 years old in what the hell year was that 2002? 2006 Six. 2006 oh, god damn 2006 the national recommended because there was no like legislation about it the national recommended minimum wage was 8 45 an hour that's what i was earning but i was working in a small coffee shop the chef didn't show up for three or four days at the time so i was cooking i was serving and i was delivering to the building surrounding Jesus. that cafe I didn't earn for all three of those jobs. I only earned for the one waitering job uh. that I was contracted for. That is fuck me, bro. <laughs> That's farm to table.
2: That's... Um,
1: but, uh, yeah. that's the... Like, literally, like, farm to table. The, the human... The, the, human <laughs> the human is the
2: whole process. <laughs> I will take care of your entire experience. Problem uh, getting to your... And we the so type sorry. of people... And we're the type of people that, like, even though we're in crappy jobs, we at least wanna. We don't want the person at the end of the thing to, like, we can't help but do things like. Them. Like, I, I don't know, yeah. I don't know with, with you guys. Like, I'm always the person who, I talk maybe a lot of crap and like, oh, I'm not having a good experience. But so when I'm in it, I always try to do. What I know will benefit the organization the most. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do some good stuff, and. You either get seen for that, or you either just just get taken advantage of. <laughs> unfortunately. I mean it's even, like this is
0: even in the, even in the industry that I'm in now, like I was having a conversation with, with a new with a colleague that started a uh, colleague started like in the last two years, so I've still very reasoned, all that stuff. I was asking advice, and the best advice <laughs> the thing I told him is the best advice I can give you is, don't try too hard. Because you will um we'll put your neck out the, yeah don't don't put your neck out, do the job, do it to the best of your ability, yeah, but don't don't try too hard to impress and be seen and and all of that because that was a mistake that I made very early on in um in that industry, and it just leads to frustration because you feel like, oh, I'm putting x amount of effort out into the world, why are they not seeing me, and it becomes a problem later on because then you become resentful you 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 become builds up resentment, but you don't you don't want you don't want to have that so just you know but i mean that's the kind of people we are we try to do our best for the person that's um that's that's receiving the product that we are
2: that's the thing man.
0: For. Like... and that's that's i think a lot of people have that but i also think a lot of people have a much smaller and shorter limit than we do and that also leads to 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 feelings of resentment
2: yeah because it's then it's like a, a matter of like yo i'm doing all this why you're mm. not doing anything yeah you know what debra is fine He's, he clocks in he does his thing and he goes home
0: yeah not too much the, not too little just the just the right the paycheck the is right the thing level. that matters the paycheck at the end of the day is the thing that matters i mean we had a conversation yeah. a few weeks ago where i had i told you i have this imposter syndrome with with uh with this thing that i'm that i'm working on like, do I deserve this or that? And the thing that you told me is, Brad. there's people that are doing way less than you're doing and getting paid way more. And they have no qualms with receiving that paycheck at the end of the month at all. They just, they feel like they deserve it, even though it's like 40% of the effort that you put in. And there's a lot of people like that in the world.
2: Yeah, but then it comes down to this thing when corporations start doing that thing of like, yeah, oh, we have family. We all have the like. Why are you forcing me to have fun? Like, I think my sister DM me and she was like, "Brah," in like big corporates. And my brother as well It's like, "Do people try all these tricks? Just give people a platform to do their thing and recognize yeah. what they do. That's it. I don't need to be your friend. I'm your colleague. Like, yeah. I, I'm here to, I'm here to do my job and do it properly and do it like and try to excel in it." Yeah, My time is my time and we're more than just our professions and we're more, even if we do it well, even if we're really damn good at it, it doesn't mm. mean that that's me. It just means I know how to do this thing really well and good, but I have a whole other aspect of my life that I want to get back to yeah like it's a balance you can't just have work 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 your friends or your work mm. friends or your friends and your boss is your friend and your organization is your home and this is a family like that's unhealthy Because like we that's have become met- such
0: a that's become such a, a a corporate cultural phenomenon like it's almost like um if you if you're good at something if you're good at your work then it means that you only enjoy doing your work you know i was i read this this was a South African woman or something. I think she was South African, but she, she, tweeted out, she tweeted out that one of the most frustrating moments in the recent memory is when she got suspended from her job because she got, what? She got suspended from her job because she wasn't answering her company's calls while they were trying to get a hold of her to do extra shifts, right? She was on vacation. She was on a honeymoon, and she had put in notice for a honeymoon like four months before the time, and they suspended her because she was unavailable to answer the phone. Ah, that's, that's, easy, ever, that, that's, that's why you have a That's why you have a broken list,
2: bro. bruh. That's why you do a Lee Besta and you break your list. <laughs> <bruh. laughs>
0: How
2: did you do? It? No, that's, more, like, that's, that's why union team.
1: is. That's why unions you more like. Yeah? Uh, I, I I first time my wrist was broken
2: and then I figured it out afterwards. How <laughs> I now?
1: I remember I remember one day we were in my backyard like a Tuesday afternoon. Lee was there by me. We were I don't know digging a hole or some shit like some random shit. And he was like, time, bruh. time lapse, i please. I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Please break my wrist for me. Like just step on my hand or like <laughs> snap my uh, just, the, just snap my shit. I can take it. Bruh. <laughs> I can take it i can did take you try it. did you try I can, walton I, but i i was i will no, do anything walton for my like, friends like, no no i will do anything for my friends but i had to ask you are you right? sure this did is what you want
2: love, <laughs> but, I, want but well, to I don't know man
1: love. it's just like in my mind it was like okay
2: then